Hey, you're now loaded up for Think Rank with David Barry, the think tank for thinking rank. If it's on your mind, it's probably on his mind. So join rank. We're all in this one together. Now here's your host, the reality of rank, the bull god himself, David Barry. Very much appreciate in everybody that listens. Uh, one of the things I know, you know, the Facebook Live um, is just one thing. It's really Think Rank is a podcast, and we're capturing audio to put over on Spotify and um, Apple iTunes, or not iTunes, uh, podcast, and then monsterbowl.com. Uh, so, so that if you're listening, you want to listen, uh, while you're working, going down the road, whatever, whatever, you can listen to the, to the audio part of everything. So, but with all that said, um, let me cover a few things before we get into tonight's topic. Coach practice, my coach practice, my, uh, David Berry, uh, becoming, uh, Famous coach practice, September 24th and 25th, um, the end of September. The uh, the next one will be October 22nd, 23rd, which is the end of October-ish. And then Thanksgiving weekend, November 25th and 26th is my next three scheduled coach practice. They're all three on the um, on my website. So if you are interested in any of them, you can go sign up. Or uh, whatever you want to do there. While you're at my store, you'll be able to see all the apparel we have. Uh, we're not far away from fall. The hoodies, Monster Bull hoodies, are always a big hit. Um, so uh, check out the apparel while you're there. Let's see here. I got a YouTube channel too, don't I, Holly? You do. You do. And so my YouTube channel is David Berry Monster Bull. And, uh, and you, if you're new to us, you should go there and check it out. And, uh, and, and if you subscribe to my channel so that you'll always be in tune with my, uh, what I'm doing here at the ranch, which is rodeo ranching. And then, um, you know, we're, um, my email stuff, I'm really trying to get more into this. Not, not that I'm trying to get more into it. I'm trying to learn more how to do, uh, email, uh, where you can go sign up at monsterbull.com and you get notified. Uh, you might get notified once a year right now. So I'm trying to get it to where it's weekly, monthly, more than once a year. But if you are interested in letting us have your email so that we can notify you with what I'm doing and what's coming up and what's going on, etc., um, you know, go to any of my pages on Monsterbull and, uh, there's a place there that you can, uh, subscribe. And if, for the ones that have signed up, we really do appreciate that. Well, y'all. Oh, hang on. A little technical difficulties here at the mansion tonight. It could. Uh, for the ones that have signed up, we're. Um, I'm going to try to figure out a way to do a survey. I've got some new uh, hoodie designs and stuff for the fall, and I'm going to try to get it to where uh, you guys can vote on which ones you like and which ones you think we won't need to worry about, and get some feedback from the deal before we get a bunch produced and make sure we got what people want i see so so there's a reason another good reason to uh to sign up uh to subscribe to uh, to monsterable uh to my stuff and and i do have some big big plans for monsterable for things there and i really want the people that follow me and or subscribe to me uh to be the ones that get anything i'm fixing to do first and then everybody else can just fall in line after that. So, 
But anyway, um, again, you're listening to David Berry Think Rank Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and MonsterBowl.com. Covering my uh, coach practice dates again, September 24, 25, October 22nd, 23rd, November 25th, and 26th. They're all on my website, MonsterBowl.com. You can go there and check those out. And also, as y'all probably see periodically, I do uh, push out there that we do private one-on-ones uh, lessons. I, well, lessons not a good not a good word. Well, maybe it is, coaching. but coaching. Yeah, it is. They're very effective, uh, but they cost. And coach practice cost. But you know what? You got to have some skin in the game, also. So, Holly, what's up? What's been going on? Oh shoot, I'm just getting horses put together and it's actually after years starting to come together on a few of them and having some discussions with friends that also run barrels that i value their opinion and get feedback from and inspiration from and um just kind of had a discussion this week Um, before before you go before you go very farther than that i did want to send out my condolences to your friend uh that passed away in a airplane crash thank you sherman smoot Sherman who? Sherman Smoot. T- toughen up, babe. You're yep. good. And uh, uh, my tell, friend tell, Kathy tell, Branco. It's her brother-in-law. Her sister Laurie's married to Sherman. If any of you watched uh, the D-Day celebrations, uh, 75th anniversary of D-Day, when President Trump and all the leaders of the free world gathered on the beach at Normandy, and the planes flew over and saluted him. Six of them flew over. He's one of the six pilots in the world. They chose to fly that mission uh he's one of the reno air races he he's he's one of the greatest pilots in the world one of the elite class of pilots in the world and um they had a a problem with the plane when they're testing it for the air races next week last weekend and um as sherman says you know blue skies and hold my beer all right well, so they had a winery too out in California. What, what's, uh, tell me, tell Bell, me. Bella Luna Winery and their red wines called Fighter Pilot Red and Rotorhead Red. Right, right. Um, so you was telling me, Holly, you was telling me, um, how fast they go in them air races. If you've never been, and I, I've only watched it, but, you know, uh, my friend Kathy Branco, I call her, Branco gets, you know, her and Lori, who's married to Sherman, they get in the pits there, but, 450 miles an hour, and they're not but like 100 yards off the ground. It's there you go. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's like balls beyond balls, to put it mildly, what they do. Right. Yeah. What, what they, I mean, they land, and their rotor so big on the plane, you can't even land level to the ground. You have to land tail first, so you cannot see the ground when you're coming in hot. hot. You got to be talented. Yeah. You got to know yeah. what the fuck you're doing. He, yeah, he's yeah, no made doubt. the plane no before and, and saved everybody from the plane. And you're, you're not talking about like a regular fucking airplane. You're talking about what he what he what he was test pilot what he crashed in was. Oh, it's, it's my it's, it, what, when it, they produced that plane. It's 800 uh, horsepower. When they modified, it's 2800 horsepower with shorter wings and a bigger rotor. Yeah, I mean they're 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 yeah. badass in the world. No doubt. They're yeah, um, yeah he. Um, and and what's the motto or not the motto, but uh, that that he would say when he was walking to his plane? Uh, blue skies and hold my beer. Blue skies and hold my beer. Here we go. He's one. He's one of. The, I mean, everybody that knew him loved him. He's just. He's seventy three years old. He's uh, 
he's a badass. He he's uh, flew. He was a Navy pilot in Vietnam. Um, he flew commercial planes overseas. You know, you might have been a passenger on his planes, not even knowing it. But um, yeah. Well, God bless him and his family, and um, you know, um, he he lost his life doing what he loved to do. You know, and and that that's hard from a family standpoint, but from from um, the other side of things, you know, you just feel like you know what that's at well, least. Well, it's like Lane. You're the best in the world. You're you're the best in the world. Yeah, no doubt. Happen. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, Buddy Holly's died in a plane crash. You yeah. know, um, there's a story with you know what I'm saying. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, what's no, yeah, no one on the world in the world you're not knew how to land that plane better than him. Even with the engine going out, and it it still didn't work. No so doubt, Holly. I seen a deal a while ago before I come up here, and uh, I apologize to the bull rider um, that posted it on Facebook, but. Um, he said, if you're afraid to die, you shouldn't have been born. You know, it was just like, you're going to die. You'd better die doing what you love to do. You know what I'm saying? And chasing down and hanging on to that goal and that dream. And uh, there's so many people that tiptoe through life, dodging anything that could hurt them, and all they're headed to is death. But they're tiptoeing to death, hoping they don't get hurt. You know, and and I just I feel like that's a shame in our of our people, uh, our American people at least um, that listening to me uh, that we should not tiptoe through life, you know, and we should do what we love to do as as Sherman was doing, flying that plane. You don't ever know what what's going to happen when you shut the door and start that that. Whatever they call it, propeller. Yeah. Well, it's like he had a. There's a friend of his that was an older pilot that came to give the family his condolences this week, and he um, he said, "I don't know what's sadder." He said, "You know, walking up to a plane knowing it's the last time you're going to fly it, or walking up to a plane to fly it and not knowing it's the last time you're going to fly it." No I doubt. Mean, it's, it's like bull riding. It's in your blood. It's what it's what their passion is. Hey, when, when Lane nodded his head at Cheyenne, he didn't know. You know, he only had eight seconds to live. He had no idea when he nodded his head. He only had eight seconds to live. You know what I'm saying? Sherman didn't either when he shut that door to that plane. And that's a good thing. We don't need to know. We need to live life to its extreme fullest. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So. Yeah, his, his, his confidence was through the roof. Even when the when he said, hey, I'm losing oil pressure, he still thought he had it. He, oh, he crashed with his landing gear down. He wasn't panicked. He, yeah, he, he wasn't jumping out. No. No, no. I got this. No, yeah. That's confidence. Not the first time he's had that's it. Right. And he's had exactly. Like years, he was a professional yes, at what he, he did, and that's defined between amateurs and professionals. Professionals know what the fuck they're doing. So yeah. outstanding. All right. Well, there we go. Blue skies and hold my beer. Blue skies and hold my beer. No doubt. Or uh, since I got married, blue balls and hold my beer. But it's all good. So. All right. I wasn't joking. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, Holly, what we got? Tell me Tell me what we got going now. Oh, I don't know. I just It was been an interesting week. Some of the conversations back and forth for a lot of things this week has been off. off uh, no doubt. One of the conversations I was having with somebody is, are there, are there choices when it comes to winning? Do you, I mean... 
you choose to win, but are you born winner? Your choices? Do you just have a good horse? Are there choices? When? Are, what? What part do you? Well, one, nobody's a born winner. Uh, winners are are created. Period. Nobody's a born winner when it comes to competition. You know what I'm saying? But as far as when you when you 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 said choices to to be a winner at whatever it is you're after, like. Uh, and it don't matter. Winning is the same whether you're competing in the rodeo arena or you're an entrepreneur or you're on the f- field and uh, playing sports. It's Winning's the same. It takes the same to win and all of that as any of it. It's all the same. And when it gets right down to it, you don't have choices. Your, your, your choices... Because it takes what it takes. There's not a you. You don't have a choice of, well, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't feel like doing it today, or I don't feel like showing up and giving my hundred percent today, or I don't, um, I don't, I didn't draw the right bull today, or I've got a bad calf drawed. Choices, your choices. You entered, you chose to. This is what you wanted to be. That you chose that this is what you want to do. And so you've got to give a hundred percent every time. You don't have a choice. You gave your fucking choices up when you decided this is what you want to do, whether it's being uh, whatever it is. Like I said, a, 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 a champion in a rodeo arena, a, 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 a badass entrepreneur, a badass coach on the field, or player on the field, on any of the fields. You give up choices. When, when you signed up to win, your only choice you have is to give a hundred percent to what, to what it is that you're after, whatever it is your goal, you know, becomes. So does that make any kind of sense at all? You you don't have a choice to, um, well, I I just don't have the right horse and someday I will. That you, you limit your choices. So days off and slacker are not choices. Or not well, choice. Days off and being a slacker is not a choice you get to make if you want to win. No, no. Oh, it, oh, it is to losers, to average. Sure, it is. Who's going to win? No. No, if, uh, I'm talking about winners. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about average and and below. I'm talking about winners. When you, if you really truly fucking want to win, there is no choices other than move forward. Pick, think, pick I, your sucker up and move forward. Yeah, it's like sick days. If you're a farmer or a rancher, there's no sick days. I mean, it. You know, no doubt. If you're a dairy farmer, there's you don't get the day off. You, know? you listen. I mean, we've had a hot, dry summer. You know what I'm saying? But you're still in the business. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it is what it is. You ha You don't. You can't choose the weather. You can't choose what what you draw in in the rodeo arena. What position in the barrels you draw up? What calf you draw? What steer you draw? You, you, that's out of your control, which it should be. That's why it's a, now we got us a game. You don't have no choices when it comes to winning. Now, if you want to be just average or whatever, hell yeah, you got all kinds of choices. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Cause, cause you're, you can choose to win or you can choose to fucking just be right where you're at. You know what I'm saying? So. Sometimes options are not an advantage. All right. So yeah. So in the business world, too many options doesn't work right. In the business world, you can't give people too many options, right? Because it's distracting. Very much so. And you can only focus on one thing. 
right? And that's hard to do. And so when you start throwing out all these different options, then, then now what do you focus on? So when you, if you really truly want to commit to losing weight, being a, a, a great rodeo cowboy, entrepreneur, whatever it is, what person, hell, just a person, then, then you have to eliminate and take out the choices, take out the menu. And there's only one. You know, I, I heard so. a really good statement one time said so you can't chase two rabbits at one time. Well, you can't, no doubt, no doubt. But you know what? Committing to committing to your choice, committing to what you want, is 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 is, is huge. Most people don't commit. They'll they'll talk about. They'll they'll verbally say, "Well, I want to do this," but their behavior behind that doesn't match up in that in that frequency. They're telling you or telling me in some instances, well, I want to win this, but their behavior is not matching up to that, to that frequency, if you will. And so because they're choosing, their choices are not lined up with what it takes to win. You know what I'm saying? Their choices are lined up with what it takes to be average, and and most people are afraid to fail. I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of people are afraid to fail because it takes – Getting in that plane and starting it, and not knowing. You know what I'm saying? Most people are afraid to fail, so they never get in that fucking plane and go fly and feel that rush and feel that that freedom and that happiness and that just that God gave you what you have. But most people don't want to get in that plane because they're afraid. You know, and and you you can't. It's not you. Ha- you have to choose. You have to. Your choices are. Either, either, either want something you're afraid of, or if you're going to settle for something that less than that, you'll always, you'll never, you'll never achieve. You'll never win that. I know we had our, our discussion on that, but I wanted your opinion on that. But when you have that choice, you think the behavior to go with it comes before or after that, or both? Do what now? So your when behavior. You have, when you make that choice, do you think the behavior to make that choice comes before or after it, or both? Oh, okay. So I so so I see what you're saying. So like, we'll go back to Lane Frost. Did Lane Frost's behavior? Did he start acting like a world champion after he won it, or before he won it? And 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 that, I know that wasn't a question, but that's how I perceive it. Lane Frost, Tuff Hedeman, Jim Chart. Um, the one, Donnie Gay, the ones I know personally, they were world champions before they won a world championship. Their behavior lined up with what they're wanting in life. Their behaviors lined up in the rodeo arena. Their behavior lined up with what they, what their goal was, what their desire was, what their dream was. So yes, your behavior has to come before you actually get what you want because all the books will tell you including me and i'm not a book i'm a very unscripted book is that you have to see it before you can get it you you have to visualize it before you can get it and and so even for myself when i was a young bull rider i would visualize myself giving an interview of the winning ride what I was going to say to Miss Pam Menick or Shelly Burmeister or whoever was holding a mic at, at Mesquite. 
um, when I was just trying to fill my permit. But I damn knew well that when I showed up there, I was going to win. It didn't matter what I drawed. And I, more than likely, I was going to draw some big high horn fucking mean brindle. But I was going to ride him, and I'm going to give an interview because I won. You know what I'm saying? So I saw myself winning. My behavior was that. My behavior wasn't cocky, wasn't arrogant. That's what I was going to ask know? you. It's, so, not, it's not a cockiness and it's not a mouthiness. It's just no. from confidence. It's no doubt. People will, people are get, so, so people with low self-esteem see people that, that have a, a winning behavior. They, they, they're intimidated by that. You know what I'm saying? So they, they're going to view them as the, well, he's cocky. You know, he's arrogant. No, he's not. I mean, there is some. Yeah, I've met I've met some of them guys too, but at the same and girls. But at the same time, I've met a lot of high headed girls over the years. But um, but when it gets right down to it, your behavior is in the, is the belief that you can win this. Your behavior when Sherman got in that plane, his behavior was I got this, and 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 his he you know. His 95% of his thought process was, this plane's going to fly and fly and fly and fly. And I'm just testing it out for these boys, and it's going to go and go and go. But there was that 5% or, or maybe less, 3% in the back of his mind that said, but what if? But he was confident enough to know, if if the what if happens, I got this. And his, so his behavior took over. And, and even on his, on his approach to try to get back to the, to the landing field, his behavior was, I still got this. I still got this to the, I'm sorry to say this, but to the bitter end, he had it. He never oh, gave up. Yeah. His behavior was never, he never gave up. I think, I think Sherman, anyone in that type of situation, your experience level is so high. Your confidence level is so high, you know the odds in your fa- are in your favor. Nothing's 100%. There's always that chance, but you know the odds are in your favor because you have the experience to back it up, and that's where the confidence comes in. It's nothing to do oh, no. with cocky at all. It's just, it's, hey, it started when we was in fucking school. There's always a chance you're going to miss a, a, a you're going to fail a, 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 a test. There's always a chance. There's always a chance in everything. And anything and everything you do, listen, date night, there's a chance. You know what I'm saying? There's a there's a chance in everything, but my point of it is, your behavior has to match with what you want, and if it doesn't, you're not confident. You're not prepared. You know what I'm saying? And that's where these people look at the ones that they're even looking at me. People people judge me like I'm arrogant, cocky, and that yak yak yak. Well, you know what? Come come spend a day with me, and you'll see that I'm not nothing what you think. You know what I'm saying? But my behavior matches my ability. I'm good at what I do. You know what I'm saying? And, but it didn't, but what I'm, but, but, but my behavior, my behavior is maybe not appropriate for everybody. At the same time, I, I, I'm okay with that too. It just, it makes me laugh. It's thinking like, uh, whatever in Tim Grover's book when he was talking about Michael Jordan. I don't remember the guy's name, Star of the L, but played with him on the team, you know, when he first met him, you know. He walked up and shook his hand and whatever and said, hey, you know, nice whatever. And Michael Jordan's like, welcome to the league, you little bitch. That's right. No doubt. And he's not, he wasn't trying to intimidate him. He just knew the work he put in before he got there. Absolutely. And and if you didn't match that, you weren't, you didn't stand a chance against him. That's right. But he knew he would, how much work he put in. Absolutely. You got to be able to back it up. Like Kid Rock says, it ain't cocky if you can back it up. 
You know what I'm saying? That's behavior. That's a part of your behavior. But with that said, though, I look at behavior in a lot of people because there's a lot of people that are shy, quiet, insecure. I used to be that guy. I used to be that guy. But we have to match. We As we grow and experience, we, 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 our, our behavior starts matching our same frequency of what our goals are. And it comes from putting in the work, doing the right things, over and over and over. You can't, you know, you talked about choices a minute ago. And you can't do whatever you want and still win. There's your choices. You can't do whatever the fuck you want and still win. The guys that win at the highest fucking level, at the highest level, I, that, I don't, they, they don't, they don't, they don't look at choices. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't realize they have choices. They just do what it takes, right? There, and so if, if staying out late with your buddies is one of the choices at the highest level, they're not. It, depending on what level you want. Are you talking about just qualifying for a finals? Are you just talking about being in the conversation in business? Are you talking about just having a good football team for the year? Are you talking about being the baddest motherfucker this year? I'm going to tell you something. When the season's over, whether it's football, baseball, rodeo, or tax season, when all you, what you, you know what you got to look back at is what's left on the field. What did you leave on the field? What's your record? What's your record? And, and if, and if, and so if you're not pleased with your record, you're going to have to change your behavior to match what you want. You know what I'm saying? But if your record's a loser and you start acting like that, that's what you're going to have. But if you if you didn't have the winning season that you wanted, change your behavior, start believing more, but you got to do something to change that. It don't just change because you think you want more. It changes through action, behavior, action. But you can't just do what the hell you want and still going to win. You can't eat what you want. You can't just, you know what, I'm just going to go to these rider-friendly fucking deals they have and, and expect to, to, to be a world champion. It don't work like that. You've got to work through the day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's seven days a week, 24 fucking hours a day. I just got off kind of course there, but I'm like, you know what, when you said choices, and, and, and that just kind of it just kind of got me going because I'm thinking, you know what? In my young, younger David Barry, I had, I thought I had all kinds of fucking choices. I thought I could hang out at the strip bars. I thought I could go to the fucking bar with all the boys and, and the after parties and the, the beer tent at the rodeo. And I thought I had fucking choices. And you know what? I guess I did. But guess the fuck what, where I was at in the standings, right? I damn sure wasn't sitting number one, and that was where I wanted to be was number one. But my behavior wasn't matching up to my fucking choices. Crossed my mind earlier, you said choices, and you can make a choice. You still have to be responsible for the execution of that choice. Hey, you can do whatever the fuck you want. If you want to drink beer with your buddies and stay up till 5 in the morning, but we're doing a practice at 8, you better show up at 8. With a hundred percent of your fucking ass, because if you can't get off my fucking get out of my arena, now, I don't mean that me personally because we are known as Cracking and Cattle Company. But my point, the fuck is, 
that we are when you cannot uh, indulge and in shit other than the good shit. You know what I'm saying? The good times after the rodeo ain't going to propel you to the number one position. You got to cut that shit short and get the fuck on the road to the next one. And it's hard to kind of wrap your head around sometimes. The younger you are, I mean, your body's more forgiving and whatever. But I mean, I promise you, Tom Brady's working harder now at 45 than he was at 25. He's still working, and he's making. He's having to make. He wants to still play. If you still want to play, if that's if that's your freaking goal, that's your desire, that's what you want. That is what you want. You still want to play football, and you're this age, then you do have to adjust your schedule to match what you want. You have to adjust your behavior to match what you want. You can't just say, well, I, I'd like to play football for another year, or I'd like to ride bulls for another year. If that's what the fuck you want, you got to adjust the choices you're making and eliminate all them fucking choices to just one choice. I choose to fucking win, and then adjust, your behavior will adjust to doing the same fucking shit. It'll all come on the same fucking frequency. Yes, no? I agree with you. I mean, so just but, but but you have to adjust. Listen, when I was eighteen, I didn't have to do. I didn't have to. Well, I I, I probably worked harder at eighteen than I do now. You know what I'm saying? At at at, at well, I do now. At when when my bull riding was career was over. You know what I'm saying? Because I was ambitious. I didn't know. I didn't know what was on the other side, and the other side didn't scare me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, that's a big statement right there when you say the other side doesn't scare you. I was, uh, I drove a friend of mine to a rodeo one time and I was sitting there and I had another friend that was entered in the rodeo and she'd won the world several years, years back and, um, they stopped before slack started and had everybody come out in the arena and pick up garbage out of the arena because they had just pulled dirt out of the sides of the ditches and brought in this arena. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, it was bad. It, oh, yeah. It, there's bad ground. This was bad. No doubt. And she looked at me and she's like, man, you know, when I was younger, I would have never thought twice about this. I just kicked in the reins and said, let's run. Now I'm like, what if, you know? And yeah. you you grow up and have consequences start coming into play, and that's that changes your behavior. Sometimes. Consequences of your career, what your dream and, and goals are in life. They do. You do. There is consequences. And you, everybody, whoever's listening to me, whatever it is in life that you've ever fucking wanted the most of, you're feeling some consequences of some shit that you didn't do or did do young early on you know what i'm saying and the whole the whole purpose of think rank podcast is to help educate people not the old that oh fuck yeah i get that shit it's the new that don't know it that i can inspire them enough that they will listen to it and do take a, a higher path do something more you know don't settle for whatever everybody else is doing your company who's your company right now don't settle for that company unless it's Lane Frost Tough Hedeman or David Berry or elevate the group elevate the group that's right but you know what but if it's fucking penny night at the fucking strip bar y'all probably don't need to go you know what i'm saying just because you can afford to go don't mean you need to go there's no well, I ain't, ain't going to say no good, but, I mean, you know what I'm saying? you got to make the right choices. Let me tell you something. There's a, 
and winning to become to become good is going to happen. Things can happen. You can be the sorry son of a bitch in the world and and, and get good. I'm talking about the the well. I want the books you read are about successful people. Donald Trump's of the fucking world. You know what I'm saying? Successful fucking people. That's who you're reading about. That's who you're listening to. You're not listening to some slum. The reason you're listening to this, the greats, reading about the greats, is because you want to be that. But I'm going to tell you something. Those greats didn't become great by doing stupid shit, by saying stupid shit. So they, they, their behavior and their choices in life every fucking day, every morning, every morning I make my bed up, boys and girls. Every fucking morning. I used to not do that. I made my bed up this morning, and it crossed my mind. What the fuck are you making your bed up for? You're fixing to just get in it later this evening and mess it up again. It's not about I'm making the bed up, and it looks nice and pretty, and fucking there it is. It's about the effort that it took for me to stop and do that. Discipline. The discipline that it took for me to do that. And this little voice in my head was saying, what the fuck, Dave? What are you doing this for? It don't make fucking sense, man. It just don't make fucking sense to me. What are you doing this for? You're just making this bed up, and all you're going to do is get up, and it's going to wad up and fucking, and then the more you got to unwad it and lay it back out smooth. What the fuck are you doing this for, David? Where does this come? It's the discipline that it takes for me to say, shut the fuck up. I'm going to make this bed up. This has nothing to do with you. Has something to do with me that I did something positive to start my day. My choice. I made my fucking choice. I made a choice to make my fucking bed up. Because that was going to improve my behavior the rest of the fucking day. Because I left the house a winner. I already done fucking one. Beat my ass. Try to beat me. I done made my fucking bed. <laughs> I don't know, you know. It's how I feel. But I'm going to tell you something, guys. Winning, it's a requ- there's requirements to, that come with winning. There's fucking requirements that come with winning. And if you're complaining about their fucking requirements, then you need to fucking do something different. Because I promise you, to be a winner, I mean a fucking winner, there's requirements that come with that because it ain't going to come find you and attach to you and say, well, you're, we, you, you know, your name starts, you're, you're, first, you're David Drew, you're going to fucking be a winner. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. Winning comes with requirements and it took me a big part of my life to realize that. I've been good at whatever the fuck I do. I didn't realize it took more requirements to be better than that. I've been average for half my god dang life. I don't want to be average. But I couldn't figure out why can't I get over the fucking hump? It's because choices. My behavior. My requ- what winning requires to get to that over that hump. It ain't for everybody. And it ain't for the fucking faint of heart. It ain't. I've wiped more fucking tears out of kids' eyes down here at my bull run coach practice and then have to eat their ass out for lack of effort. Not the same kid, but you know what I'm saying? That's hard to do. That kid wants it. 
He's sitting there crying in front of me because you just got bucked off. No, you just made a mistake. But he thinks life's over. He's crying about it. That meant something to me. That made me a better person to see this. All right, this little fucker wants it that bad. I got to want it too. And guess what? He just signed up with me because I do want it too. And I want it more. It just took me a big part of my life to figure out the requirements to winning. The requirements it takes to get the fuck up over the hill. That kid crying is lucky he's crying in front of me. Because I got directions now. I got a fucking plan how we're going to get over this. And the next time we cry, it's going to be because we're so fucking happy. Not tears of shame, tears of happiness. Winning comes with a requirement. Do not fucking complain about the weather, the stocky draw, or what the fuck ever. Because it comes with a requirement, and that requirement doesn't change. You can either be sweating your nuts, uh, sweating all, sweating, uh, sweating a lot, <laughs> <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? Or you can be, you can be living in a cool air conditioner. It don't matter. It's the same fucking requirements. You gotta match your choice that whatever it was you chose that you want to match your behavior, that requirements that come with that. Oh, fuck. I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna call it a day. In my humble fucking opinion, and I don't talk nothing about other than what I've experienced in my life. Coach practice sells out, and I don't have a fucking NFR back number. I don't have a gold buckle. I study what works, what don't. I'm so passionate about riding bucking bulls. To ride a bull, to ride a bull eight seconds is better than sex. I loved being a bull rider. I didn't dream of being a coach. But I'm falling in love with becoming a coach for you. Life coach, bull riding coach. Coach practice is about a lot. A lot. The requirements it takes to win, whether you're a rodeo cowboy, an entrepreneur, or playing sports on the field, or whatever it is. Being a Christian, the requirements are up here. What, what, Holly, what do you tell me all the time for, for my, uh, is to be expected? Those to whom much is given, much is to be expected. There is. Yeah. yeah the requirements don't change. Requirements are, are mandatory. If they're there, they're mandatory. You, if you're going to get pissed about them, you're in the wrong game. They're a law. The, the requirements to winning is a law. You don't break the law. If you break the laws, you're not going to win. If you break their laws of requirement to win, you're not going to get there. You're going to get close, but you're going to be like me, like, what the fuck? You know? What the fuck, man? How did I not? How did? What are you? What? And oh, so-and-so fucking what? Are you fucking kidding me? And I didn't. Oh, so-and-so did their goddamn requirements. I miss them motherfuckers because I was at the fucking strip bar probably that night or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I lacked. I did not, I didn't win. I did not win because I couldn't win. 
I was a fucking winner. The reason I didn't go all the way was choices. My behavior. Things I didn't do. Well, you know, I, I, you know, I could, I used to try to blame it on my riding ability because I could ride. But okay, so I, I did this wrong. I did that wrong. If I wouldn't have done that, I could have. No, fuck no. I could have been a fucking machine, a robot, and just did it right, right, right. But there would been a bug that got in that motherfucker and, and destructed it. Because I destructed my life. I destructed my fucking goals. I'm the one that shit my dreams down the fucking toilet. Not, not the circumstances. Not all the fucking badasses I rode against. Not all the badass bulls that were out there. My lack of talent. I, fuck that. I'm responsible for where I'm at now. You're responsible for where you're at now too. You want to change it? Here we go. Now we got us a game. Think rank. Oh man. All right. So listen, I will tell you this. If you're not willing and requirements comes with a price, requirements is a law. If you're not willing to pay the price for what you think you want, get you a new goal. Because if you truly, truly without anything, I mean just in your heart believe this is what I want through life or death, this may be, I may have only eight seconds to live when I nod my head, but I'm giving it every fucking thing I got. Because this is how bad I want it. The price you pay, if you're willing to do that, I got your back. If you are not willing to do that, then you need to find a different goal. And I'll help you do that too. Because not all of us are designed to be badass mother son of guns. You know what I'm saying? But in, in God's eyes, we all are equal. We're all equal. You can't fucking lose. But if you choose and say, I want to be the baddest fucking bull rider in the world, then you got to be willing to die in the next eight seconds. Pay the price. If not, enter them rider-friendly fucking deals. Find your new goal. Re- winning takes requirements. It takes a choice. Choose to win. There's, I know I gotta go, but listen. Every one of you guys, girls, listening to me, you have two things. What you feel and what you choose. What you feel and what you choose. You, do you feel like going again? Do you feel like I'm about bucked off? And do you choose to fucking try him again, another jump, another jump? Or do you feel like, I'll use this for y'all that want to lose weight, which, you know, I'm like, you know, fat ass here talking, but I ain't going to tell you I want to fucking lose weight because then I'd have to, I'd have to do it. You know, right? You back up what you're saying, but what you feel and what you choose. You may not feel like getting up and going to the gym. You may not feel like getting up and going getting on practice bulls. You may not feel like getting up and doing sit-ups and push-ups and jumping rope. Or do you want to choose to win? 
Your feelings, boys and girls, will, will fucking hold you back. Your fucking feelings will get in the way of your goals and dreams. I promise you. Your fucking feelings are going to be your worst fucking enemy when it comes to going over the top. Your feelings, when you go over the top, you don't can't have fucking feelings. You got to choose to go over the top. You got to have that in you. Your feelings will tell you, no, don't try that. You might die, but you're going to get hurt. Don't get in that airplane. Don't get on that bull. Your fucking feelings are going to stop you from achieving anything you want. What you feel and what you choose is what winners are made of. And winners choose. They don't feel their way. They don't feel their way. When you get your ass handed to you in the bull riding and you feel like a fucking loser, or you can get up and choose and neutral fucking thinking and say, you know what? That ain't happening again. I'm going there's still time on the fucking clock. I got this. I made one simple fucking mistake and he got me. That's the level of riding bulls I'm at. It just happened that quick. I'm going 400, 500 miles of fucking round. That's how quick it happens. There ain't room for fucking mistakes. Alright. Show me the ending sign. Long live fucking David Berry. Oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> Think rank, boys and girls. And if you fucking need help, listen to me every fucking Wednesday evening on Facebook and or you can go to Spotify, Apple uh, Podcast, or go to my website, monsterbull.com. I'll be there to help you. Okay? So, until then, guys, think rank. Winning's a requirement. Be a winner. Require it. Okay? There's two things. What you feel, what you choose. Choose. I got up this morning and made my bed. I didn't feel like it. I chose to make up my bed. I chose to be a winner. You see what I'm saying? All right, guys. Till next time, I'm David Berry. You're listening to Think Rank Podcast. God bless. I love you.